0: You're listening to the Ohio Conference Cast, where we explore topics related to the workings of Ohio Conference. Here are your hosts, Bill Seymour and Thomas Dunn.
1: Welcome everybody back to Ohio Conference Cast. This is Bill and I am here with Tom and we have a guest who is very far away. Thomas, who who is this?
0: This is Megan Good. Megan Good. I've heard of Megan Good. Yeah. Yeah. Where is she? You said she's far away. I heard she was in Oregon once. Well, Megan, where are you right now?
2: I am in Glendale, Arizona.
0: That's not Oregon.
2: Where everybody wishes they were in the month of December. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I will give you December, but I'd say nine months out of the year, I'd take Oregon every day. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: mountains and ocean.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, well, I'm 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 a north guy, so I would go to Alaska. I lean into the snow.
0: But we're glad to have you on. Uh, you don't care about Bill and I's particular geographical leanings. Um, so she might. She seems very nice. We're not even letting her talk. Uh, <laughs> Well, who's the podcast for anyway <laughs> welcome Megan so at Glendale there's a big Mennonite church there right I what's tell us a little bit about your role there
2: there is I'm the teaching pastor at Trinity Mennonite Church my role is primarily preaching teaching adult education um, life groups and then mission
0: that's a lot
1: <laughs> that sounds really cool that sounds like my dream job yeah
2: it's it's pretty amazing <laughs> I'm blessed to have staff who are good at other areas so I can focus on the things that really get me excited.
0: Tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and what, what are those things that, that are getting you excited right now in this season of your life?
2: Well, one of the big things I'm working on a lot right now um, is I'm completing a doctoral program. The focus of the program in general has been preaching to postmodern audiences, so I've been learning a lot about mm-hmm. communication in the 21st century. But my Mm -hmm. research angle as a part of that program has been biblical interpretation and specifically the nature of the Bible's authority and how Christians have thought about that through history. So, I'm really excited these days about getting to teach a lot of webinars and classes and workshops um, to teach just Christians in the pew who've never had a chance to go to seminary how they can be better readers of the Bible and um, better listen to the Holy Spirit and Scripture together as they figure out how the Bible applies. So seeing people get excited about parts of the Bible they've never touched before is a really amazing experience. And I love what I'm doing right now.
0: So we could just stop right here and say, Megan's coming to Ohio conference. And what you just heard, we're going to get more of that. And that's the point of this podcast is let people know this is what we get. I could listen to that dissertation. We could (laughs) stop right there. Well, part uh, of it, I mean, we should say that that if if you're listening to this and you haven't heard, Megan is coming to our pre ACA event, um, which is why she's giving us the opportunity to, to interview her. So
1: she is coming to the Ohio Conference Missional Conference in March, which is March eight and nine of 2018
0: in Bluffton, Ohio. Yeah, there's the commercial. Yeah, great. This whole podcast is a commercial. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Megan that's is what coming. We do. Let's go listen to her. <laughs> yeah. We do have Megan coming in March, and so Megan, I don't know if you're anything like me, I wouldn't have started planning for something in March yet. Uh, As you think about coming to Ohio Conference, what do you anticipate leading us through when you come here?
2: Well, I'm really excited that Ohio Conference has indicated interest in, in talking broadly about mission and evangelism, because one of the things that I think about a lot these days, specifically in the midst of studying 21st century communication is how do we communicate our faith as Anabaptists in a time where people are using different communication mediums, are uh, talking with different kind of language about faith and religious commitment. It seems like sometimes we Mennonites have lagged behind the curve in figuring out ways to be uh, effective in getting our message out about what we think God is doing in the world and why it's worth being a part of. So that's what we're going to be having a conversation about is what is the mission that God has entrusted to the church and really how how do we actually practically go about doing that effectively in a cultural situation that for a lot of us is new and sometimes disconcerting.
1: Okay, so the burning question that Thomas and I have is... Are podcasts still a relevant tool of communication <laughs> moving forward?
2: Well, all the evidence says to me they sure are. I spent all of dinner last night talking with a group of young adults about their compulsive need to listen. So,
1: <laughs> Great. And are any of them tuned into Ohio Conference guests? Uh, don't answer that question. Well, not yet,
2: not we, yet we, but we, we, maybe after yeah. I'm done here we can get them on.
0: Yeah. Ah, good. So you, that's what we need, rock stars. <laughs> yeah. We interview rock stars. Yeah. Well, I yeah. was just thinking, like, Megan, you're incredibly generous in your, your view of the Mennonite church because you said sometimes we lag behind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm a Mennonite. We're nice people.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. I'd laughs> say, we are nice since people. Since, like, yeah. 1590, we've <laughs> lagged behind. <laughs> like, those first 30 years of our existence, we were pretty cutting edge. And, you need to work on your timeline a little bit. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't know when all that. <laughs> I, dare, I dare to hope this
2: could be a a new day for us. So
0: Megan, you are
1: not coming alone to Ohio Conference. Marvin Lorenzana from MMN or Mennonite Mission Network is also coming. Have you and Marvin spoken? Are you working together on what you're presenting to us or are you just given different assignments?
2: Uh, we have not spoken yet. We have a meeting the start of January, um, but I believe he's going to be focusing a little bit more on the discipleship angle uh, of how you help people grow to greater maturity, and I'm going to be looking more at the evangelistic conversation about how you connect with people who maybe are not as conversant in Christian faith generally or Anabaptist faith specifically, and how that conversation opens.
1: Okay, so wait a minute, at a missional conference, we're going to be taught how to talk about Jesus in relevant ways to who we are and who they are, and how to move them toward
0: discipleship?
2: That's, That's where we're hoping to go, I think.
0: Wow, sound, that sounds like a missional conference. <laughs> can I was going to say, Bill, you sound <laughs> confused there. You're not able to, you're not able to connect those dots. <laughs> pretty, Just want to make sure it's clear. Yeah, <laughs> you've done a lot of work. Your name is, is pretty well known in, in Mennonite circles, as we have our great body of listeners listening to this podcast. I think we're right? 14 now. Yeah, 14. 14. Yeah. What What are some things that we can be doing to prepare ourselves to get the most out of this? Is there some resources you can point us towards, whether it be your own or others, that we can Come prepared to really g- gain as much as we can from you and, and Marvin.
2: Well, I certainly have a book recommendation I can make. Um, there was a book I read a couple years ago that I found helpful in kind of jump-starting my thinking around evangelism, uh, which is not, for those of us who grew up in the Midnight Church, is not maybe a concept we've talked or thought a lot about before. Um, we tend to emphasize discipleship and not get to evangelism as quickly. Um, So there's a book called Live to Tell, Evangelism for a Postmodern Age by Brad Kallenberg uh, that I I found really thought-provoking and kind of sent me in some new directions. It's a real short book, I would say, less than 200 pages, maybe 150 pages. So if anyone is interested in beginning to jumpstart their own thinking around what evangelism looks like in the 21st century, that is one resource I'd recommend
0: and will you be doing some unpacking of what evangelism isn't? I think a lot of people, when they think about evangelism, they kind of freak out because of the the models that are out there, and people say, well, I just don't want to do that. Um, is that something you work with?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there are two ways that evangelism conversation sometimes goes off the tracks. Um, and, you know, whether you consider it off the tracks, I guess, depends on, on where you're standing. Uh, but for some churches, evangelism has become much more of a conversation about getting people to pray a certain prayer and rescuing them from disaster. And for other churches, it, it's become much more of a conversation about, is evangelism even necessary? You know, we we serve and we do good in the world. And does it really even matter if Jesus's name is attached or not, as long as the work gets done? What I'm going to be exploring is like, what are the alternative to both of those Kind of ways the Christian church has angled. Like, what is the case for why Jesus matters and why the church exists in mission that is bigger than service, but doesn't have to go the route of a Jonathan Edwards' sermon of calling people spiders <laughs> dangling over fire?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, I'm looking forward to the conference. Yeah,
1: now I'm really excited for the conference. <laughs> And we hope all of our listeners are, particularly, I'm going to give a shout out here to Lucas Johnson, who he was, remember him. Is he he, a dog walker? He was, uh, yes, he has a dog and uh, he lives, I don't know, Pennsylvania or out in the Atlantic Ocean or somewhere. (laughs) uh, And podcasts are how he uh, connects with Ohio Conference. I saw him the other day and
0: uh, he reminded me of all those things. So uh, shout out to Lucas. hope your dog's doing great. Yeah. Megan, Ohio Conference, I don't know how much background you've been given, but I say about the last two years, we've been really had this focus on mission. We've had a year of mission, and now we're doing a gathered and sent initiative. But basically, Ohio Conference has been sitting in in missional thought in one way or another. So as we have that direction that we're going, uh, what are some, some things that you would anticipate that you'd want to gas, you'd want to throw on that fire as you come our way?
2: Well, one of the things that my community here at Trinity in Phoenix is particularly um, passionate about having conversation around and w- we're wrestling with together it is what it means as a church to be called to a kind of missionary existence, where the gap between between the church and culture in many ways seems to be growing as our culture widely is less Christianized quote unquote, and what does it mean to live as as missionaries in in a kind of foreign setting? And one of the things that has often happened in the church in the past, and Mennonites have, for a lot of reasons, um, sometimes particularly fallen in this trap, is having the sense that people should come to us and adopt our culture, and, and mm-hmm. once they've done that, figure out what our message is. And the reality of missionary existence is the burden is on the missionary who's entering foreign culture to live the counterculture of the kingdom of God, but also be able to explain that counterculture in language that the other person or the other group understands. And so what, what does it look like to make cultural and language adaptation that allows our message to get across even while we're living in radically alternative kingdom ways. And that's, that's the real challenge. I think of being in the church at this time is figuring out how to learn a new cultural language while still living a radical counterculture, bringing both those pieces together.
1: And kind of while also having the complication of b- being basically on our home turf. And so it's really hard to think as a fish out of water when we're on our home turf.
2: It- exactly, yeah.
1: I-, I got something right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that a boy, Bill. Yeah, score <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as we wrap up here, Megan, we really appreciate you taking the time uh, to podcast with us and, and even more so coming to us in, in March. Um, so if people are interested in knowing more about this work you're doing, where, where can you point people to find what you're working on? Do you have a blog? I know you've published some things. G- give us a little bit about where people yeah. can find more about what well, you're up to. Well, there are a
2: couple of things that you can sort of catch up with me and the work that I'm doing. Uh, Trinity Mennonite has a podcast where all our sermons go online, and there's also on our church website, there is a 13-week Bible study series that I just got done teaching on interpreting the Bible that people people can check out. Um, I also just published a book of sermons called Bone Gardeners that is available on our church website. And I have a new book from Herald Press coming out in 2018 called Unwrapping the Bible. So there are a lot of ways to begin engaging, especially with the biblical interpretation end of this.
0: What is your church's website?
2: It's trinitymennonite.com.
0: And what was did you say? Bone gardeners, like B O N E. That's what she said.
2: Yes, bone gardener, singular.
0: <laughs> huh, bone
1: gardener. Because you only need one of those.
2: <laughs> it's a metaphor <laughs> for Jesus. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, because that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the title did its job. It the title of has, has us interested. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Well, Megan, thank you very much for joining us. We really look forward to meeting you in March. And just fair warning, we'll probably want to podcast you when you're here as well. And it's a little easier in person. Well, except you have to be with us. (laughs) We're not sure about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm really looking forward to getting to know the Mennonites of Ohio.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ohio Conference cast. We would like to hear from you. You can email us at ohioconferencecast at gmail.com with any topics or questions you would like us to explore.